up, yo? It's Mark Shannon with the Fantasy Knockout Fantasy Football Show. Today is Tuesday, July 26th. You can follow the show. I'm on Twitter, at Fantasy Knockout. Also on Instagram, at Fantasy underscore Knockout. Please like and subscribe. Whatever platform you are watching or listening on really helps us out. Um, I'm excited for today's show because we're going to be breaking down... Breaking down the AFC South, going to talk projections, team and player expectations. We're starting the AFC. Let's get right into some news. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Here is the news. News with views. So tight end Kyle Rudolph of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He was just recently signed there. Um, I got to go into a little personal thing here where we're going to talk about some clickbait stuff. The article, the headline of the article says, Tampa Bay Times' Rick Stroud believes Rudolph will inherit, quote, inherit the bulk of Gronk's role in the Bucks' offense. Watch out for this clickbait because when you look at the real article, the clip, um, the headline, here's what the article actually says. Gronk's retirement vacated 90 targets while Rudolph seeing those looks is highly unlikely he could be uh, a, pa- a possible streaming option in favorable matchups this season. So the headline says that he that Rudolph's going to inherit all these Gronk targets uh, when it says the article really says not true. So be careful on this clickbait. Don't fall for the traps of a lot of that stuff. Let's just move on. Running back James Robinson of the Jaguars um, will not be at Jaguars training camp. Um, he's going to be on the active PUP list. So remember, he tore his Achilles seven months ago. Um, I do not expect him to be the workhorse there in Jacksonville um, like he was in the past. Quarterback Matthew Stafford of the Rams, his head coach, Sean McVay, said that Stafford will be on a pitch count for his shoulder. Um, he's getting a little bit older, and they're just being precautious. So if you see any news, injury news regarding that, don't worry about Stafford. He's good. And then... Wide receiver John Mechie the uh, third. He's Houston's rookie. He was diagnosed with acute uh, leukemia. Um, I can't even say the, the proper term, so we'll just say he, he found out he's got leukemia, and he will likely not be playing football this year in 2020. So that's a huge hit for this kid and the Texans. I feel bad for him because I liked him coming out of college. I liked his tape quite a bit, um, but we'll dive more into that later on in the show. Let's just jump right into the main event. So we have the Houston Texans. We're going to start off with them. So last year, Houston, they were 4-13, nothing special. This year, their win total is projected for 4.5, so pretty similar to what they were last year. Uh, The quarterback is Davis Mills. I do like him. I think he outproduced a lot of expectation, people's expectations from last year. Um, Right now, he's going undrafted. I wouldn't be drafting him in my redraft league at all, but... Streamable option, possibly. I got him for 4,200 yards, 23 touchdowns, 14 interceptions. He's going to rush for 120 yards and a touchdown. Serviceable. And then let's talk about the running backs. So we got Marlon Mack and Damian Pierce. Um, Mack is going late 12th round. Pierce is going mid-13th round. Um, I got them kind of doing similar stats. And I can see Pierce taking over since he's the incoming rookie. Um, and they have the draft capital with him that he could finish the year stronger than he would start the year. Marlon Mack, I got projected for 686 yards, five touchdowns, tw- uh, 27 receptions, 200 yards receiving, one receiving touchdown. 
And Pierce is pretty comparable. 600 yards rushing, three rushing touchdowns, 20 receptions for 151 receiving yards and one receiving touchdown. I'm not looking to target either one of those guys. If I were to take a flyer, it would be on Pierce. Uh, then the wide receivers. You got Brandon Cooks and you had John Mechie, which is no longer because of the news. Um, Nico Collins is going to step up and fill that role. I'm not excited about Nico this year. Brandon Cooks, however, I am. He is going in the ninth round, beginning of the ninth round. I like that value a lot. He's going to finish a top 15 receiver this year. Um, I got him for 102 receptions for 1,400 yards and six touchdowns. And those touchdowns could climb depending on his and Mills' connection. Uh, Nico is the other receiver there. I said he's going undrafted. Nobody's known, known about him because of Mechie and the news there. Got him projected for 67 receptions, 900 yards, three touchdowns. Nothing fancy. And then the tight end is Brevin Jordan. I like him for a streaming option as well this year. He's undrafted. Got him for 65 receptions, 575 yards, and five touchdowns. All right, let's talk about the Indianapolis Colts. So last year, the Colts, they were 9-8. and eight. Uh, Their win total projection for this year is 9.5. I see them right around what they finished last year. The, the new addition there is the quarterback, Matt Ryan. No longer Carson Wentz. He's out of there. I like Ryan there. He's going to provide – he's going to do at least what Wentz did, if not more. Uh, Matt Ryan right now is going in the 15th round. Um Late round quarterback, you could start him week one. Okay, got his projections at 3,800 yards, 23 touchdowns, 10 interceptions, uh, rushing for 116 yards, and one rushing touchdown. Pretty average for a quarterback, nothing to get excited about. Here's your guy, Jonathan Taylor, the running backs. Uh, Jonathan Taylor's the 101 this year, he's going to be the first pick in many, many drafts. I would take him if I had the first pick. Lock him in for 1,600 yards rushing, 12 rushing touchdowns. Got him for 52 receptions for five or 450 receiving yards and one receiving touchdown. He's going to be a beast. He's going to be a monster. I like him at the 101. His backup there is Naheem Hines. He's more of a scat back. They will use him in the passing game. Right now he's going in the 14th round, early 14th. Um, I got him for like 260 rushing yards, two rushing touchdowns, 59 receptions for 433 receiving yards and two receiving touchdowns. Matt Ryan does not like to scramble, so he will dump off and I could see Himes being involved in the third down roll or them putting him out with Taylor as a two back system and him catching quite a bit of passes the wide receivers there are going to be Michael Pittman I like him a lot and I like uh, Alec Pierce their rookie that they drafted this year Pittman's going early fourth round love the value there Pierce is going in the mid 13th round uh, Alec Pierce got for 52 receptions, 700 receiving yards, and four touchdowns. Pretty average there. He could uh, beat that if he builds a good connection with Matt Ryan. But Michael Pittman's the guy I'm focusing on here as far as the receiver. Um, he did it last year with Wentz. I could see him doing more this year with Ryan. Ryan has supported multiple fantasy uh, relevant receivers with Julio Jones in the past and what Roddy White and Calvin Ridley, and I'm not saying Michael Pittman is Julio Jones in his prime, not saying that at all, but Pittman is a solid receiver. But I got Pittman down for 97 receptions, 1,200 yards, seven touchdowns. We could see those touchdowns go up even more if him and Ryan find a good connection, especially in that red zone. And then the tight end there is Mo Alley Cox, nothing special. He's going undrafted, 38 receptions, 478 yards, four touchdowns. So that gives you Indianapolis's. Um, look overall look there let's move on to the Jaguars the Jacksonville Jaguars so last year they were three and 14 
Not a good team under Urban Meyer. They got a new coach, Doug Peterson. He took a year off. He's now back. We all know him from his Philly days. Uh, Jaguars projected win totals is at six and a half. I think Peterson will turn that team around pretty quickly with their star uh, quarterback, Trevor Lawrence. He's going in the late 15th round at 15.9. Got him projected for 4,400 yards, 24 touchdowns, 12 interceptions, 300 rushing yards, and two rushing touchdowns. Streamable option again. Um, the running backs there is going to be Travis Etienne and James Robinson. Remember the news with Robinson. He's not going to be back right away. So that's why he's going in the 13th round. Etienne is going in the 6th round, early 6th. I like his value. If you're going to try to stack your team with some uh, receivers early, go with a pass catching back. With him and Lawrence, they did play in college together. So Etienne I got for 686 rushing yards, 5 rushing touchdowns, 59 receptions for 443 yards and 2 uh, receiving touchdowns. James Robinson, I got projected for like 680 rushing yards, six touchdowns, 18 receptions, 130 receiving yards, and one receiving touchdown. Of the two, I like ETN more than I do Robinson, and I like the value there of him in the six. The wide receivers, we got Christian Kirk and Marvin Jones are going to be the main guys there. Uh, Kirk is going in the 14th round. Marvin Jones is undrafted. Uh, Kirk, I got for projected 73 receive, uh, thir- 73 receptions for 900 yards four touchdowns jones 61 receptions 840 yards for six touchdowns and then the tight end there i do like i'll take him as one of my flyers late in the draft if i pass on my tight ends is evan ingram the new addition there he left the giants he's now in jacksonville he's going in the 14th round love the value he could have a connection with lawrence lawrence they i mean they did last year they brought in dan arnold was who's nothing special ingram could turn into something he has potential Got him for 54 receptions, 580 yards, four touchdowns. So the projections show average, but they could build a good rapport there, and we could see a better year out of Ingram. The last team we got is the Tennessee Titans. So the Titans last year were 12 and five. Their Vegas win projection is nine and a half. I could see them doing that as well. They're going to lead heavy on the run again. The quarterback is still Ryan Tannehill right now. He's going in the 15th round. Got him projected for 3,800 yards. 24 touchdowns, 12 interceptions, 250 rushing yards, and six rushing touchdowns. Um, he lost some re- receivers. He lost A.J. Brown. He lost Julio, who's no longer there. They got Robert Woods, and they drafted Traylon Burks. So the receivers, Robert Woods is going in the 13th round. Traylon Burks is going in the 13th round. Pick your poison. Take one of those guys. I could see Roberts is more of the PPR guy. Burks is going to be more of the boomer bust with his touchdowns. But I got them projected Woods for 68 receptions, 841 yards, four touchdowns. Burks is 75 receptions, 936 yards, and five touchdowns. The man, the myth, Derrick Henry, the king, got him. He's going at 103 right now. I'll take him right there. Personally, I like Taylor and I like McCaffrey a little bit more just because he doesn't offer much um, as, as those guys do in the passing game. Henry is still a beast. He is locked and loaded. He is fully recovered from his injury. They made him wait the extra weeks last year. He came back, played in the playoffs. They didn't push him too hard. He's going to come in ready to go this year. Got Henry for 1,732 yards, 12 touchdowns, 33 receptions for about 300 receiving yards and one receiving touchdown. So I'm confident in going with Henry as my third overall pick. I would love it if he fell to me there. And then the tight end there is going to be Austin Hoop in here. Hooper, he's a new addition. He's going in the 14th round. Another late round tight end that I like. Similar to like an Evan Ingram. 
67 receptions for 680 yards, four touchdowns. Uh, him and Tannehill could build a good rapport. We'll see what happens there. Well, that's going to wrap it up for today. The next show is going to be the AFC North. I want to say thank you for listening to the show. Make sure to subscribe. And whatever platform you're on, please leave a rating and review. It really helps me out. All right. Till next time. See ya. See ya.